All right, what's up, brothers? We're live. Uh, kind of an in-between episode on what I'm normally putting out on the channel because uh, I don't normally broadcast on Sunday nights. But uh, seven years ago today, on May 23rd, I started this YouTube channel. And uh, for totally different reasons than what I'm talking about today. Welcome, guys. Hope you guys enjoy tonight's quick little broadcast. It's not going to be too long, probably 45 minutes, hour tops. <clears throat> but I wanted to shed a little bit of light on um, where I've come from and where I'm planning to go. If you're uh, if you're just joining, let me just do my housekeeping bit here and drop the link. So uh, come over to YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook or somewhere else, just do me a solid and click that link and head over to YouTube just to get the algorithms up and hit the like button. Oh yeah, we've got our we've got our three haters right on the dot, right out of the gate. You always get your three down boats right out of the gate from your from your three uh, guys missing chromosomes that have nothing better to do with their time but show up right away and downvote your video. <laughs> All right, let's get started, guys. Let's get started. Um. All right, where do we want to go? Let's go to the channel over here and throw it up on the screen. Uh, share share screen. Window. Actually, I'm going to do Chrome tab because I want to share audio. That's it right there. All right. There we go. What's up? So, <clears throat> if you sort the channel by, um, you got the three options here obviously popularity, oldest, and newest. So, if I'm going to go to the oldest here, looks like I've already got it there. This is the very first video that I did on the channel. And it, it came from very humble and different beginnings, if I'm being honest. Uh, you know, you can see here in the first few rows, in fact, almost all of the rows right up front were all car videos. Um, anything that wasn't? No, actually over here, that's where I started talking about entrepreneurship. And I used a dry erase marker to draw on my white car. But let's just watch this real quick. This is the very first video. This is Brad Patterson's 2011 Dodge Ram pickup. It's big. It's got the Hemi. And if I'm being perfectly honest here, it's kind of ugly. Now, I've known Brad for a really long time. We just finished riding three trails in Collingwood on our... So, just a little bit of frame for you guys. <laughs> I'm going to switch this over a little bit. Just a little frame for you guys. Um, the, the weekend before the May long weekend uh, in 2014, I was a member of Entrepreneurs Organization still at the time, and we just finished our um, annual retreat. So... As part of being a member with EO, they put you in a forum or they give you the option to join a forum, which I think is a great option. Um, and you link up with somewhere between seven to 10 other men and women that are also entrepreneurs and uh, in non-competing businesses. So you have monthly meetings, they run three or four hours, you get a lot of use out of them, there's always presentations. And every year you have to do a retreat with the membership to uh, basically connect with the other guys and gals if they're in the forum. In this particular forum that I was in at this time, I think there was two women and then the rest were all men. But in this retreat, we had a facilitator uh, who happened to be a good friend of Brad's. Um, I want to get him on the channel at some point for playing the win. Like I've had my old business coach Cameron on um, and a few other cool guys in that space. Um, but we were just leaving and we had our mountain bikes in the back of his truck. You can just see over here. And this is the camera that I was using. <laughs> I was using this thing. I was just walking around the um, 
pickup truck with the wide angle lens. You can see it's kind of jittery and it's shitty footage. And I was doing voiceover using the most basic microphone ever. But that was the first upload. And that was a test bed for everything that I've created uh, today. Let me just carry on through here to see what uh, we were talking about when we got in the truck. Our mountain bikes. So I wanted to grab the GoPro and shoot this quick video on the drive back. Brad's a very successful entrepreneur, and he's also a very humble guy. He's brought some very cool products to the market. I'm just moving in here. In the a truck. 2011 Dodge Ram pickup truck. That's right. And I'm with Brad Patterson. Look at all the shit we had in there. <laughs> the fucking beard on this guy driving the car. Man, seven seven years ago feels like a long time, but it also feels like I just kind of started doing this very recently. Um, doing what I'm doing today very recently anyway. Um, this was, uh, this was all pre TRT, pre red pill, pre reading Rolo's book, of course, uh, pre writing my book. This is, this is me wanting to link up with entrepreneurs in their cars and tell their success stories. And, um, you know, it's almost funny because when you look at this, this like screenshot over here, I'm going to go a little bigger, uh, how do I go bigger, remove, add, boom, boom, that, there we go. Brad doesn't look that interested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to stay on topic. Dude just doesn't look that interested. You know, first video, we're just chopping it up. CEO of Tech for Kids. And you got a pretty cool story about your business. But let's talk about this truck first. Hemi. You bought it because of the Hemi, right? Yeah, bought it Hemi. because of the Hemi. All right. Like, why not? Like, All right. I'm not going to bore you with the full six minutes. If you want to go back and, you know, check them out and watch some of the older videos, I'd actually encourage you to do it because... Um, this is this is where I came from. You know, it was it was just a guy that liked cars and hanging out with entrepreneurs and just wanted to shoot the breeze with them and talk about stuff like that. And then I ran out of friends with cool cars by about this point. Then I started doing these in-between episodes. Um, this is an interesting video here, why I offer new hires uh, up to $2,500 as a bonus to quit. Um, so there's a little bit of a clickbait title for you, but you know, as you can see it, these never really got a lot of views. Um, a few hundred up to maybe a few thousand, but, um, I did use all of these techniques that I'm talking about here and they were, they were part and parcel of what led me up to, um, being so successful in a lot of the, um, businesses that I ran. Um, this is the last video that I did with a Corvette Z06, my buddy Roy Deeks. Um, that one got 72,000 views. Interesting. And, um, Move back into some of the other business stuff. You can see I got my first hundred subscribers. Looks like within that shop here. That was almost a year later. Yeah, almost a year later. It took me to get to hundred subscribers. Uh, I talked about EOA. Started linking up with the guys from Dedication Blog, who have subsequently shut down their channel. They no longer work together, but I, I found them interesting at the time. Um, Simon and Chris and Simon were their names. Yeah. Uh, I think Chris is still around drifting cars, but yeah. Um, so this is the origin. Actually, if you want to look at more about what I do for a living, because a lot of you guys have asked me, Hey, you know, what do you do for a living? All right. Good day, ladies. And um, just go to my channel and search for what I do for a living. And there's an office tour here of, um, our old office space in 2015, uh, before it was moved out. Uh, where did we move this? This is, this is our Markham space. Yeah, this was a Markham, and then we moved that out to uh, Whitby, I think. But um, yeah, if you want to look at uh, you know what I was doing for a living, pretty much at the time, you know that was that was pretty much it. But um, there's a couple of uh, clips here from a Napa Valley Mastermind uh, retreat that I did. 
Uh, I'm in a, a Polaris slingshot over here with my buddy Tony. That was in Napa Valley. We were doing burnouts down the strip. That was pissing off a few people. But um, yeah, you can go down and uh, check those out. But that's the um, that's the Batman origin story. So it's been a while. Um, quick super chat here from Tanner says five dollars. Channel's awesome. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it, man. Um, would you buy this car today if you were giving given the chance? No. Well, my my uh, tastes in vehicles have changed. Uh, you know, as you get older and you drive in different vehicles, and there's different things that you know come up in your life. I mean, it's like the stuff you did in your 20s is not the things you're going to be doing in your 40s, right? So, 10 years on, things things do change. But um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm just scrolling down here, and it was like it was a long, hard slog. It was a really long, hard slog. Here, look, here's another uh, video that I would recommend checking out. So this is a real estate deal that I did. Let's make this a little bit bigger. This is a real estate when deal I that I did. And... Um, anyway, the title is uh, Real Estate Investing Won't Always Make You Money. And um, that was a, a, a shit box of a house that I uh, did a private mortgage in. Let me just see if I can skip through this ad and scan up through ahead through the video. Yeah, there it is. Add to stream. Um, yeah, you can see that. Okay, good. I'm not even going to have the audio on, but if you want to, you know, take a look at this one, I give you a quick tour of this house that I had a investment deal in and I eventually lost 56 grand on this house. Um, again, you know, guys, this is the early days of me just like looking for content to create on the channel. Um, and I had to go power sale on it, throw them out of the house. And this is what I had to come and deal with when I had to, uh, get the furnace fixed. And if I'm not mistaken, do I have the kitchen in here? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, these clowns stole everything, including the kitchen sink. Look, look at this. <laughs> these guys stole everything out of the house, the, the kitchen sink, all the appliances, everything. Anyway, interesting times back then, but that's what I used to uh, create content on, man. So if you guys want to go back and check a look at some of the older stuff, it's just an interesting origin because Things change and develop as you kind of, you know, build yourself and create that better version of yourself. You know, what what I did seven years ago is definitely not what I'm doing today. And a lot of the beliefs that I had seven years ago are not what I believe to be true today. And that's part of reinventing yourself and, and growing and, and becoming that better version of yourself that I always talk about. Uh, what do you got here for me, Rusty? He says, definitely be proud of how far you've come and with everyone you've not only entertained, but also helped along the way. Big round of applause, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I appreciate, you know, a uh, heartfelt, you know, uh, thank you to everybody that has watched all of my shit. I mean, it's mostly been my talking head. I don't have great editing skills. Uh, you certainly don't make enough money off YouTube, at least for the first few years when you've got a smaller channel to pay anybody to do any editing work or to flash it up or anything like that. It's, it's really a lost leader. So I had to talk about things that were captivating, that were interesting, that moved the bar. And I guess I figured out how to do that and, um, help other guys level up along the way. I mean, I've got a lot of thanks along, you know, the way, um, I've written a great book. That's a bestseller now, and I'm getting a lot of positive feedback from you guys on that. Um, but really, I mean, a lot of the growth that I've that I've experienced myself over the last seven years is quite literally documented in this YouTube channel. Um, there's close to a thousand videos. There's a lot in there, but over time, I mean, if I skip ahead every three to six months through my channel 
as I were to go through it and take a look at what I was talking about, there's the, there's a lot of growth there. Let me just put it back up on the screen. There's that real estate deal that went shit. A lot of these here. This is the one video over here. This is interesting. This is the one video here that broke out for me. Three women, men should avoid dating or marrying. And it's got a million views. That's from five years ago. Video prior to that, 30,000. Video after that, 17,000. But one million views when I started talking about this red pill notion. And I think this is before I read Rolo's book. I'm not sure. I think I think it was around four years ago that I, that I first started to uh, get into that. If I'm not mistaken. So... This here is a fairly red-pilled video, even though I had not, you know, heard about any of this stuff, like any of it, any of it whatsoever. Hadn't read any Evo Psych, haven't read any red pill stuff, none of it. Let me see. I'm pretty sure there's a video here, How to Become Anti-Fragile. I remember I was, I was paying attention to uh, uh, that book. It was, a, it was a big seller at the time, Anti-Fragile, and I wanted to build a life around anti-fragility at the time. Talking a lot about the cars, reality TVs, R&D, reaching your goals. This is another one. Again, this is prior to me fully taking the red pill. Why men shouldn't date single mothers. Interesting. And that got uh, 872,000 views. A lot of eyeballs on that one too. I remember I got the most feedback from people DMing and emailing me. Um, mostly on this one here. Why men shouldn't date single mothers. I even had single mothers messaging me saying that their boyfriends dumped them because of me and my video. They didn't want to take any ownership for it. It was, it was all my fault, of course. Um, but that's when I started to realize that there was some impact and some responsibility that came with the topics that you covered. And I mean, it's not that I was inauthentic prior to that, but I probably went to the extent of making sure that if I had something that I wanted to make a video on, I knew what I was talking about or I was well-researched on it, or I just finished reading some books in that area on the topic, and I wanted to kind of distill it down, um, you know, to a nice tight, tight piece of video. I usually try to make them around, you know, eight to 15 minutes long, nothing longer than that. Stuff like how to deal with rejection, new business ideas, uh, beautiful women, wheel weights. There's the application video I did to try to get a, a 2017 uh, Ford GT. Because um, because at that time when Ford was making the GT, they wanted uh, people to make application videos um, to apply to buy the car from them, which was kind of hilarious. Um, I I did some videos at the time with my daughter, right? Um, you won't see them on my channel going forward because, um, oh, I'm 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 a protective father, obviously, right? Um, but when, when she was small at the time, you know, it was it was cute. It was definitely cute. Um, where is the video where I said I took the red pill? Seven cars that'll go up in value. <laughs> and I was right about that. Um, Murcielago, the one on the cover there. I almost bought that one. Actually, I was trying to get a hold of that damn car, but it eluded me. Um, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't get it because Murcielagos are just real pieces of shit. Well, they're not pieces of shit. They're, they're beautiful cars, but they're not, they're not reliable. Let's just put it that way. Um, where is my, I took the red pill video. Come on. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to search it. All right. Let's see if I can find it. Cause I want to, cause I want to get the exact date that I started to pivot. Uh, I'm going to get to the super chats in a sec. Give me a sec guys. There it is four years ago. 
Okay, so this was after I read Rolo's book. Uh, January 15th, 2017. So 2014, 15, 16. It was basically three years I was creating content. There was some of the stuff that I started to lean into. But yeah, it was, it was definitely um, quite a while into the path. January 15th, 2017. Because I, I got that book in December and, it, and I went through it twice. I listened to it twice before I even um, said anything about it because it, it was that groundbreaking for me. But um, yeah, you get the idea. Let's catch up on some of these supers here. Uh, do, do, do. you can see how the thumbnails got more standard over time to get in your element. Yeah. That was one of the things that I had to do was, was, was kind of brand, you know, the channel. So rather than going all over the place with, um, you know, design elements, I just, like, you'll notice I never changed the, ch the uh, channel name and I probably never will. Um, I mean, I could have changed it to something else as the channel kind of evolved, but I just, I just left it as is. Um, there might've been a time where I might've solicited some feedback on that, but I just decided not to change it. But the design elements of the thumbnails are completely consistent, especially for the last two or three years. So that you, so that I know that when I create a new video and it shows up in the subscription feed, if you like what I'm already watching and you're familiar with my thumbnail design, it's, it's, it's going to resonate. It's always the same font, same color, same style. And you'll notice even the the title and the description follows a very specific format. I'm the one that creates all that, and I'll always create that because I know that um, that allows me the connection that I want. I don't want to outsource that. Like I have some some stuff outsourced on my channel, you know, for the clips work, but that's really it. Um, thumbnails. What do we got here? Did you know a mad shock? RP Rich Red uh, Tol Eckert Tolley. He's uh, talking about yeah. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a little bit of a woo-saw book, a little bit of woo-woo in there, but, um, you know, you got to mash it up a little bit. Like, there's there's a reason why a lot of these guys in the Mano Swamp um, are basically, like, they're not going anywhere with life. They're kind of like, you know, there's a lot of losers out there that aren't particularly useful to other guys watching their content, one and two, you know, to their, you know, to themselves. They might fool some people some of the time, but they don't fool me. Um, I like to take information and and data and research and science from different sources and conclude for myself what I want to talk about, not just be told over and over again, oh, it has to be this, it has to be that. Fuck that. Rich doesn't roll that way. Uh, Eckhart Tolle wrote a great book called The Power of Now. Check it out. It's it's definitely worth it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Luke Hen Henke, uh, read your book. Just wanted to say thank you for what you've been doing with the channel and your work. Uh, your helps have been positive impact on my life. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that, man. I always, listen, guys. I always appreciate the positive feedback, the love notes, the emails, the DMs, the thank yous. I've had gifts sent to me. Um, to, like, there's stuff around my office in here that some of it's not in camera view anymore, just because the angle that I have right now. But um, there's a lot of stuff that that people have sent me, fan art, you know, like over the years, um, just gifts, just to say thank you and and. And I'm always very appreciative for all of that because it, I mean, even though you don't hear it all the time, but it means the world to me, <laughs> um, you know, it really does. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Do, do, do. Rob, Rob Robson just re received your book a couple of days ago. Can't wait to read it. Enjoy bro. And by the way, guys, if you've read the book, do me a solid favor. Just go to Amazon, leave a written review, let other men know what kind of value you got out of, uh, consuming the content. Um, 
people are usually skeptical when it comes to books from authors that they've never heard about. A lot of people haven't heard about me or seen my YouTube channel. So um, it always helps when you, you know, rather than say, you know, five star, great book, blah, 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 like expand on it and let other guys know what kind of um, value that you got out of it. Got a fellow, a fellow uh, EO brother in Sydney. What's up? Glad you're uh, glad you're out there, and uh, I know that you're a solid guy. If you're part of the EO community, I, I um, you know, I'm very thankful that I had an opportunity to be a part of that and participate in forums. And I even have my own forum right now, but it's more of a red pill forum, and I only run one. Um, it's a very small group of guys. You know, there's less than ten in it, but uh, almost identical to the EO format except for we don't have to sit around during the updates, listen to some guy talk about how his wife's not banging him or happy wife, happy life. That doesn't happen anymore because it's, it's full on red pill. So it's good times. Um, what do we got here from Dante? Just like women, the red pill should be a compliment to your life, not the focus. Yes, absolutely. Other people in the soyosphere have made this, made this the air they breathe. Uh, the point is to use the tools on her. Absolutely, dude. That's what the smart guys get. There's, there's a lot of guys, again, like I said, there's a lot of guys out there. I don't know if their parents were related or they're missing a chromosome or something or something's off, but there's a lot of guys out there that are a little bit off that are a little too focused on the wrong things. They get, they get angry, they get bitter. They get, it's just not a good use of your time. And I mean, part of the reason why the, before the train wreck series has been running so long is, is, is there seems to be a never ending supply of conversations that I can have about these sorts of topics that will help other guys avoid making a train wreck out of their lives uh, by updating their beliefs and getting away from um, you know this crap that doesn't uh, serve them. Uh, Frank says, also a good friend with Cameron, great guy, host him in Sydney, caught up at Bog. Yeah, Cam's an awesome dude. Um, you know, funny thing is, Frank, I was talking to Adrian last week, which is going to kind of segue into what, you know, why I created this video today to talk about what's next and uh, RIP Canada, but, um, a lot of very, uh, successful entrepreneurs are leaving Canada. Um, you know, guys that have, um, made a nest for themselves, you know, like basically set the foundations for their lives here in, uh, places like Canada and the States. I mean, it's not as bad in the States, I'll give you an example. It was it was around 2009 or 10, I think, was when I first became aware of how poorly the Canadian government treats guys that are chasing excellence. Okay? So I you know, I always say guys, chase excellence not women, go put your dent in the universe. The Canadian government's actually at the point now here in 2021 where they discourage the pursuit of excellence. Um, so I'm going to go back to 2009, like I was describing earlier, I was working with a, uh, a buddy of mine, you know, this guy that was a business associate who also became a buddy, you know, cause we worked so uh, closely on this venture, but for about two and a half years, uh, he was an affiliate for, he was my biggest affiliate for a, a debt settlement program that we were running And it, around that time. The Canadian dollar was at par with the U S dollar. So it was like, it didn't matter if they did business in the United States or in Canada, a dollar was a dollar to them. And, you know, we set up, um, you know, we basically uh, contracted the affiliate agreement. We spent some time down in uh, Texas at their facility training their staff. Uh, he sent a few of his staff up to uh, Toronto to get trained in my office. 
And, um, you know, we just became friends, just, you know, shooting the shit. And we just started to talk about personal life and all that. And I just finished building a uh, custom home. Uh, I was married at the time and I just took delivery of at, at that time for me, what was my dream car? Um, which was about 2010, I think. And that was a E93 M3 convertible, um, which I think I got from, I bought it in the US because the Canadian dollar was at par. And I had it trucked up and it didn't cost me that much. I think it was about 85 or 82 grand or something like that. But for me, it was a big deal. You know, like buying this almost brand new car, putting it on a trailer, shipping it up to Canada from California. Um, and I was proud of it. And I was talking to my uh, buddy Jay about this, you know, our affiliate uh, partner. And you have to understand our businesses were almost exactly the same. So he's working in the state of Texas. I'm working in the province of Ontario in Canada under federal, you know, Canadian law with Canada, Canada revenue agency. And he's uh, under, you know, federal U S law with, you know, the IRS he's paying his taxes. I'm paying my taxes. And then we start, you know, to compare notes. He's like, He's like, oh yeah, dude, like you got to check out my car. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, you know, send me a picture. And it's a picture of a Lamborghini. I'm like, this guy's doing the same work that I'm doing, but he's got a Lambo. I'm like, that's, you know, it's awesome, man. It's It was a nice Gallardo. I think it was a 2008 or nine Gallardo. It was maybe a year or two older than my car, but at least double the price minimum. And then we're talking about housing and it's like, you know, we're talking about where I lived and, and the custom build that I did at, you know, the time. And he's showing me around his place and he lived in a gated community and his House was half as much as mine, but almost a third bigger. And the property taxes were one third what I was paying. And I was like, hang on a second here. This shit's not adding up. Then he's like, oh yeah, you know, that I got to take the um, the boat down to the lake. Uh, and he used to tow his wake surfing boat, which if you don't know, they're about 70, 80, 90 grand with his Range Rover, which again is 70, 80, 90 grand. So I'm talking to a friend of mine who's about the same age, living in the state of Texas, who had a bigger house that cost less with lower taxes, taxes paid on the property, had two cars and a boat, which amounted to about five times what I had as, you know, in vehicles in my garage. And I was married, so half the house was paid for by my ex-wife lawyer, of course, but he, you know, he was by himself, single dude, and he had all this cash. And I was like, hang on a second, what kind of tax rates are you paying down there? Right? Because again, exact same business dollars on par. And then I started to break it down. It's like, dude pays a lot less in taxes. The cost of living is a lot lower. Fuels, lower insurance is lower. Property taxes are lower. Housing is lower. Uh, cars are actually cheaper, uh, by about 15%, you know, for the most part. So he had a better quality of life and a warmer climate in the state of Texas over what I had in Ontario. And I was like, okay, now that's played out over and over and over and over again. Okay. Since 2009 or 10 or 2021 right now. And then I've just gotten to the point now where I've had it with the way that the Canadian government treats people that are chasing excellence. They tax you into submission. They steal from you. That's basically what taxation is. It's, it's theft. And then they spend it on programs, which for the most part, I don't agree with frivolously. Um, and they just manufacture, you know, money out of thin air. They'll just print it if they need it. Uh, they want to shut down the economy. They want to put masks on people. They want to make you stand on dots. They want to shut down businesses. You know, the only thing they give you, I mean, still to this day, we're still in lockdown. So you guys have an understanding for those of you around the world that are like able to go to a restaurant and sit down or go to a, a sporting event in a stadium 
and not have to wear a mask and you can drink a beer and have a hot dog around, you know, 50,000 other people. We're still in a state of lockdown where the only things that are open here in Ontario, grocery stores, pharmaceuticals. So you can go to the drugstore and get your prescription drugs, alcohol. So the liquor stores, beer, wine, spirits, and weed, because weed here is legal. It's actually illegal to have a, a gathering in your backyard with 10 of your family members. It's illegal to have a gathering in your backyard with 10 of your family members, but you can smoke weed back there. That's totally legal. 10 years ago, it was the other way around. So the state of things here has completely, it's just, it's just gone sideways. I mean, it's like, I just can't encourage anyone to come and live here in Ontario. I just, I just don't have, I just don't have good, you know, good words to say. There's other places in the world. And if you followed Andrew Henderson, uh, nomad capitalist, I had him on a, a playing the win at one point. Some people liked him, some didn't like him, but I like his message and I still follow his channel. But there's places in the world where you're treated better. There's places in the world that you can go to where they don't bend you over and steal all your money from you and then plop it into social programs that you don't agree with. And on top of that, hi, um, at, at this line of uh, latitude, it's cold here, I don't know, seven or eight months of the year. Like summer here starts end of May, June, July, August, four and a half months. That's it. That's all you get. Maybe five tops. So you're paying all these taxes at the wazoo for what? Oh, you get free healthcare, Rich. You know, you're lucky you get free healthcare. Okay. There's, there's no such thing as free healthcare. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Because when I go get my blood labs done, I can tell you exactly what I pay for this, this shit. Because uh, if you have... Um, pull this out over here because if you have a clinic scripting you uh trt for example you have to go get your blood labs done every uh quarter and if you're getting your estrogen pulled which you're which you're going to get you know as part of your endocrine panel it's um where's the price here 97 dollars to get bioavailable testosterone pulled okay but it's free to get your estrogen pulled okay fine that's just that's just one thing of like thousands that I could keep going on about. But it's not it's not perfect here. In fact, it's way off. And th the more guys that I talk to that are high earning entrepreneurs that have created businesses that are putting a dent in the universe and have the ability to maneuver. This is incredibly important, guys. If you have the ability to maneuver, you can run a business anywhere in the world. I've talked to about a dozen and a half, maybe two dozen entrepreneurs in the last two or three years that have said, fuck it, I'm out. I'm selling everything. They can do whatever the hell they want with all this crap, I'm out. I got a friend of mine that's picked up a bunch of villas down in Mexico. He rents them out. He's doing quite well. He can live anywhere in the world. Um, another buddy of mine is, is setting up res residency in the Caribbean. It's just, you know, uh, another friend of mine's like, seriously thinking about either going to Portugal or Puerto Rico, uh, cause he's heavy in a crypto and the tax rate on capital gains here is off the chart. Ridiculous. It's 50%. So I'll give you an example, um, put money into, so I invested into this, uh, company a couple years ago, uh, pre IPO. So before they went public and, uh, I don't know, it, 
it doesn't matter what it was, but let's say, you know, you bought the shares at like a buck each and, you know, you spend a good chunk of change on it. The Canadian government, when you sell that, okay. So I managed to do the work. I created a business. I networked with other EO members. I have a network that ultimately becomes my net worth. They say, we're creating the startup. We need some smart minds to get some feedback and some seed capital to get the business off the ground. We're looking for investors, a bunch of guys that have done the work and accumulated a little bit of wealth and said, okay, here, I'm going to cut you a check. Here's some money. You know, we'll take an early seed round of investment on it. The government takes no risk whatsoever, none, zero, but there's an upside to that. Let's say the, the value of those shares 20Xs, 50Xs, 100Xs over the next three or four years. You might have $2 million worth of shares. You go and sell them and then the tax rate, oh, by the way, you owe the government a million bucks. For what exactly? I've already paid the marginal tax rate, which is about 50% on income to take that money out, put it, let's just put it in a bank account, let's say. And then somebody comes along and says, hey, I've got this startup. We're looking for some seed capital you want to invest. And then I take that money that I've already paid 50% taxes on. I invest it in there. It goes up because I made a smart choice because I have a great network of people because, because, because. And then the Canadian government says, oh, congratulations on your, on your windfall. We're going to take half of that now. What risk did they take? What work did they do to deserve that? And then what are they going to do with it? They're going to take it and spend it on bullshit programs. So I could keep going on and on and on, you know, there's this new tax that the Canadian government's just introduced that they've uh, passed, which has to go through Royal Assent. And all that means is people just sign off on it in government and um, it becomes law January 1st, 2022. And there's a luxury tax now on uh, vehicles over $100,000. I think it's boats. I don't know what the boat line in the sand is. I don't have a boat here. I wouldn't buy a boat here anyway. You can barely boat in the Canadian boating season, but it's like, I don't know, say 250,000 and planes. Uh, so private planes and stuff like that. But let's just stay on the luxury vehicles. So over $100,000. <laughs> Most pickup trucks, like if you're a, a trades guy and you need a heavy duty truck, or if you have a horse farm, if you're, in a, you know, uh, and you got to tow a, a big trailer, a, like a diesel pickup truck, like a dually is going to cost over hundred grand, but they're calling these luxury vehicles now, right? So now the tax rate on those, which is already 13% on the price of the vehicle is now going to go up to somewhere between 10 and 20%. They're not clear on it in the legislation. Well, they are clear. It's, it's basically, it's uh 20% over the hundred grand or it's uh, 10% on the whole amount, whichever is less. So you can average, let's just average it out of 15%. But either way, the tax rate is effectively doubling in this province from 13% to let's say 15%. So your total tax obligation, if you buy a luxury vehicle now, is about 30%. When I was a kid, the tax rate was 8% buying a vehicle, buying a used vehicle. Then they added the federal tax on top of that. Now they're adding this luxury tax on top, on top of that. So you're going from 8% to 30%. I don't know what kid today sitting at the bus, bus stop like I did when I was 14 years old waiting to hop on the bus to get a ride over to White Rose so I could be in a fucking greenhouse 40 degrees Celsius in the summertime working like a dog for the man at minimum wage. I think it was 275 an hour. I don't know what guy is going to sit there at the bus stop and see a hot car that he wants and thinks that he's ever going to be able to afford it with the way that pricing works here, the cost of living works here and taxation works here. It just doesn't make any sense. So 
long story short, I'm looking for an exit. I am looking for an exit. And it's probably going to happen over the next eight to 10 years. Plan is to go somewhere where I'm going to be treated better. There's lots of places in the world where they've got very low tax rates, where I can have the ability to maneuver. The plan in the long run really is to um, get what I have uh, found called the silent yacht, which I'll talk about in a second. Let me just catch up on these super chats real quick here because they're starting to pile up. Brandon Russell, founder channel, uh, bought and read your book. I trust input from business owners and I've learned a lot from you, Rich. Thank you for your effort. Yeah, you're welcome, bro. Um, there's lots more to come, so stick around. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere, guys. You know, whether whether I'm broadcasting from here or somewhere else, this is this is what I'm doing. Um, this is now my full-time job. Uh, Sparse says, Hey Rich, totally understand the taxing. Recently got a six-figure job and I can't believe the tax I pay. Sad to see you go. I'm in Toronto. It would have been nice to meet. I'm I'm not going anywhere immediately, guys. I've still got a kid in the school system. I'm here. I'm dedicated to that path in my life, but I'm going to start spending more time out of the country uh, as soon as travel can open up. So maybe it's a month in the wintertime, you know, starting next year, or a few weeks, up to a month, six weeks. We'll see how it goes. But the plan is to start stretching my legs on that and to do a little bit of a walkabout and find out where the better place is going to be for me to go. Um, I don't want to be more than like a four or five hour, uh, flight because it's going to be some back and forth. And I don't like, you know, these eight to 12 hour flights are a pain in the ass, but you get my vibe anyway. Uh, man, you're spot on. He says, uh, Cal says, I forgot in the Harper area, as you mentioned, the Canadian dollar was equal higher to the American dollar balance sheet balances itself. Yeah. According to Justin Trudeau, right? There's another, you know, that's another problem with Canada too, guys. And you're not going to understand it unless you've lived in a woke country. Like I remember, I think it was 2014 or 15 when Trudeau was elected uh, federally as prime minister. And there was a press conference he was holding and he had his uh, ministers all like stretched out with him and he was sitting in front. And one of the reporters said to me, said, you know, Mr. Trudeau, like um, I noticed that there's a lot of um, women and ethnic minorities in your cabinet. And he was like, yeah, because it's 2015. So what's the problem, right? Like, you know, this is the woke agenda, but there was a lot of complaints because I think women and ethnic minorities at that time in the um, cabinet members that were available to him to choose from, I think amounted to something like 22 or 20. It, it was small. It was something like two out of 10 um, fit that category, but he went out of his way to not look at the best person for the job, but look at the best not even the best, but the most woke way to put somebody into uh, cabinetry. Fast forward today, it's, dude, it's the same. Canada is just a woke shithole. It's just a woke shithole. Um, Harper era, got Rolo in the chat. What's up, brother? He says average home price in Nevada is 515K. That's, that's cheap in my neighborhood. Um, the houses are probably the same size as what you're looking at there in Nevada Rolo. And they're about one, two, one, three, 1.2, 1.3 million. Um, oh, and that's the other thing too. The only thing in Canada that we've not had taxation on yet is capital gains on your principal residence. Meaning you bought your house, you live in your house, whatever the appreciated value is, that's yours. You don't pay any taxes on, you bought it for 500,000, you sell it for 1.2 several years down the road. There's no tax on that $700,000, but federal government needs to find money from somewhere because shut down the economy because COVID because of, um, you know, buying, buying up all this, uh, COVID medication and mass and dots to stand on and shut down the economy and cutting checks and 
putting everybody on the dole and, you know, cutting checks to the businesses so that they can manage to pay their rents. All of that costs a fortune. So they have to find new tax sources from somewhere. So recently they've just announced a luxury tax. The next thing that they're going to tax and all you guys out there, they're like, well, you just have to do your share. Oh, wait, until you find out that your principal residence, which for most people in Canada is their retirement, is going to be taxed. The appreciated value, that's right, the capital gains on, on your principal residence in Canada is about to be taxed. So get ready. Uh, Panama, dude, I'll I'll check it out. I'm open to anything, man. I'm open to anything. Um, let's see what else we've got here. Do, 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 do. Puerto Rico is the 420 law, pay 4% for 20 years. Yeah, Puerto Rico can be an option as well. Um, that's pretty close to Toronto, so travel back and forth would not be too big of a deal. Um, but there are places in the Caribbean that uh, I'm just a little more keen on, if I'm being honest. So we'll see. I've Again, I've got to do a bit of a walkabout and explore some options. Uh, Pop Ski says, stayed eight months in Ontario, Whitby area. Enough was enough. I left and planning to relocate overseas down the road. Smart man. Not a bad choice whatsoever. Uh, Brenda, dude, you guys are throwing in these supers. I'm trying to keep this, keep on top of them. Hold on a second here. Uh, Covenant man, I had to do a goods and services tax. So GST is goods and services tax. HST is harmonized sales tax filing for U.S. companies shipping in Canada. I got stuck with 15% withholding on service invoices. Could never get exempt approved. They don't want to exempt you from paying taxes. If they can, for whatever reason, stick you with a bill, because here's the other thing that you learned. So I did some lobbying back 2010 to 13 or so. And one of the things that I learned about the government with the language that they use in legislation is they make it as broad and as encompassing as possible so that even if it doesn't specifically capture something that you've done that might trigger a taxation application to that revenue, if it's, if it's broadly enough spoken about, they'll just slap it on top and say, oh, that sounds about right. We're just going to tax that, right? And then you're going to have to go through all the motions to try to you know get that back for a refund. Uh, Aunt Rod, rich for prime minister. Bro, it's, hey, it's never going to happen. I thought about running for politics um, about 10 years ago, provincially, and I had a few conversations with people and it's, dude, the juice is not worth the squeeze. It's, it's better to set up your own business, be location independent so that you're mobile, you can work from anywhere and just go somewhere where you're treated better. Uh, people don't want freedom. They don't want liberty. They don't want freedom. They don't want any of those things. They want free shit. And that comes at a cost. And that's what people vote for here in Canada. Free shit, which means more liberalism, more socialism. It's, that's just, you know, a fact. It's just a fact. Uh, Brendan says, as a single 28-year-old Canadian entrepreneur with semi-competent programmer designer, almost entirely self-taught, I'm out, goodbye, F this. And that's the thing, guys. Smart guys like this are saying, I'm done. I'm going to take my money. I'm going to go. I don't need this crap. The tax rate sucks. It's cold here in the wintertime. I'm tired of the woke agenda. I'm tired of, oh, I have to call somebody by their pronouns. I'm tired of it. I'm going to go somewhere else where I don't have to deal with this or deal with less of it at least. Who the hell is the Canadian government going to tax that when all these people are gone? Who? The little guy? Are they going to start taxing the little guys? Are they going to apply the same 50% tax rates to the guys making $40,000 a year? Because they're coming for somebody. 
they're not going to be coming for the guys that don't live here anymore that have taken, you know, the smart guys that have taken up and left. Think about it. You know, if you're one of these guys like, oh, shut up, Rich. You got to pay your share in taxes and take care of other people. No, dude, not at the rates we, not at the rates that are paid in Canada when you're a higher income earner. F that. And I'm not the only one saying it. I'm, I'm one of the last guys saying it right now. I'm telling you. Uh, Templeton says silent yachts are awesome. Yeah, he knows what I'm talking about. So if you don't know what silent yachts are, so this is the plan here. You guys want to see the plan? How much time we got? We're in 44 minutes. I want to start to wrap this up. This is the plan here, guys. I don't know if this will this will end up being the ultimate plan, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in on the inside because uh, that's what I do, guys. That's what I do. So uh, share screen, share screen. This might be the plan. I gotta scope it out, but this might be the plan. Um, how do I go? Let's go full screen. Nope, that's not it. Boom. That's better. Okay, so it's a catamaran without a sail, without diesel motors. Uh, you know, I'll just play it and I'll just do the do the voiceover because I'll probably end up with some problems by playing this um, with solar panels on the roof. So in theory, you have unlimited range. You'll never have to stop to uh, top up. There's a diesel generator on it, <clears throat> which um, you can fire up if uh, if it's too cloudy uh, or you're in a part of the world where there's not a lot of sunlight, you know, during the day, you know, for example. Uh, but the batteries and the solar panels run the entire uh, vehicle. Um, you can pretty much anchor anywhere you want. It's got a shallow draft. It doesn't have a long keel like a sailboat. Um, so, so it has a reasonably, you know, shallow draft. So you can anchor in decent anchorages and not have to worry about, you know, bottoming out or getting pushed into uh, to shore. Um, I've been watching a lot of um, YouTube on, I'm going to switch over here on channels like uh, SV Delos, um, which is basically this, it's just a cool channel. I mean, if you haven't checked it out, it's its about a 10 year old channel and they started the channel 10 years ago, just kind of sailing around the world. Bunch of people came on and off the boats. Uh, I think if if I remember, they've, they've circumnavigated the equivalent of the entire globe at least one and a half times. And um, the one of the things that I've noticed about following all these you know, sailing channels is they have problems with, it's not windy, so you can't sail. You got to, you know, run the diesel motors. There's uh, pr like, you basically have all these systems on board. You have an electrical system, you have a, you have a sailing system, you have rigging, you have sail, like all of these things need to be maintained and the level of complexity and work that's required. And you can only sail in the direction that the wind's pulling you, right? With something like this, you know, the sun shining, you're going to collect your energy. You store it in the batteries. This is basically a Tesla on the water and you just go around and do your thing wherever you want. There's, um, you know, in this screen over here, they got water toys that are electrically operated that, uh, charge off the sunlight. You just put them in the uh, tender bay and, you know, you can go about and do your stuff and, um, you know, explore the world beats the shit out of living in, a, you know, let's inside of this one. This is the 80 foot unit. They make them in, I think, uh, 55, 60, uh, 70 and 80, if I'm not mistaken, I'm maybe butchering that out, but I did reach out to this company to try to get the president to, um, join me for an episode of playing the wind. Cause I really want to dive into this and have some conversations about some questions that I have and kind of tell their Batman origin story because the guys that created this company, very interesting Austrian couple, that traveled around the world many, many times. And they basically took everything they learned. They said, you know what? 
sailing's awesome, but there's some better ways to do it. And we're going to construct it all into this boat over here. And this is the final product. So brand new uh, business, brand new company. Um, I'm super interested into it. And that that may actually be the exit strategy. I'm not I'm not sure yet. I've got to do a little bit more um, research and, uh, you know, learn as much as I can, obviously. But this is what we're looking at, man. And this just seems a hell of a lot better than, you know, cold ass winters and high taxation. I mean, you plop that thing on the shoreline of a nice Caribbean country where they don't have high tax rates, where you're treated well outside of the hurricane belt. Let's say things don't work out over there and you want to pick up and move. Well, your house is your boat. You just turn it on and, you know, sail away. <laughs> no sails to adjust, no diesel motors to run, just sunlight, right? You just stay in a warm, sunny climate, which I happen to like. I mean, my skin tolerates sunlight well. I enjoy warm weather. My body feels better in warm weather. Why Why wouldn't I consider options like this? Um, catch up here on these supers. Kai said, when I found out about the 50% capital gains in my CPA in Ontario, I lost it. Yeah, a lot of you guys in the States right now are pissed at Biden for the tax changes that they've applied. But you got to understand, we've had this 50% tax rule here for years. They've been bending us over here for years. And that just happens to be the typical trend with Western civilized worlds that have these wokeness agendas. That's just what they're doing. You know, we need to have money for our woke agenda. So let's tax more people that are doing the work and give it to those that aren't. Um, Sam Whiskey. Hey, Rich, thanks for showing us how to do the work and play too. Does your new car possess the spirit of Bruce McLaren? It does. It does. I'm, I'm, I'm a very proud uh, owner of uh, the Bruce McLaren heritage. Um, exceptional race car driver, exceptional car company. Um, and, and, you know, I'd like to do more videos. Like one of the things I want to start doing on the channel is do, is do more videos on some of these day trips and drives that I do with my boys, you know, with the cars. Uh, I'm not great at editing. It's one of the things that I suck at. And, you know, even, even capturing the content while I'm driving is somewhat challenging if I don't have the GoPro, you know, suction cup to the windshield. But I'd like to share more of those experiences with you guys as well, because I think there's some cool shit that happens. Um, I've even thought about doing, you know, drives with local guys here in Toronto and forming my own, like, you know, car club sort of thing, um, just to get out and about with guys that really get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me catch up more here. Canada's sounding a lot like California. It's worse. It's probably worse. Than, like it's worse than California from the sense that the wokeness is probably the same. Um, I've, I've traveled to California enough to know what, what it's like, um, Definitely the wokeness is the same. The tax rates are pretty similar. The biggest difference is it's cold here. It's cold here seven months of the year. It's not cold in California. I mean, you're not like, you don't have, like it's going to rain maybe in the wintertime sometimes, but you don't have to shovel rain. You know, here in the wintertime, you're constantly removing snow. Um, boo, 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 boo. Let's see what else we got to catch up on here real quick. We're almost at the hour. I didn't want to go too long and rant. Hey, Rich, 100% agree with you. Plan on exit with crypto. What's your perspective on Alberta oil reserves? Have all these reserves, but not been tapping into it. The woke agenda, man. Like, can't. This is the other thing that drives me nuts. Canada is basically has its own oil supply for decades, but the price of gas at the pump here because of tax this is like double three times the price depending on where you are in the states it can be double three maybe even four times the price of what you're paying in some u.s states i know some guys in california are like 
I can't believe how much I'm paying in fuel in California now versus when Trump was president. And now Biden, it's like, dude, come here and find out what we're paying. We're paying about a buck sixty. I filled up uh, two days ago, and I got to use ninety four for the car that I filled up on, and I think it was like a buck sixty eight, buck seventy one per liter. And most of that is taxed, by the way. Um, Crane Industries. I live in the USA and re would recommend living in Tampa, Florida. Moving there for the easy access to the sea. Um, I'm not sure that the United States is an option, to be honest with you. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, live outside Detroit. Not far from you. Going through. Okay. What's this one here? Dave, uh, the iconic thing about this woke soci sociality is they only tax the most productive people. The smart ones get off the merry-go-round. That's what's happening. I'm, guys, I don't I don't get why the like they can't be this dumb. They can't be this dumb that they're not noticing that successful people with the ability to maneuver and have a location independent business are picking up their life from Canada with their money, their wealth and leaving. They cannot be this ignorant. But all I'm seeing is ignorant behavior. So again, when behavior conflicts with words, I have to believe the behavior. Same thing we would talk about women, you know, when her words don't match her behavior, believe the behavior. It's the same thing, right? You know, this whole red pill thing is applicable to many, many areas in your life. Wokeness, uh, DigiNomad, uh, Cappy's looking at global reconnaissance. Can't wait. Yeah, I got to, I should probably do a collab with Cappy uh, and talk about his strategy. I know he just built a, a home in South Dakota, North Dakota, I don't know, one of the one of the Dakotas somewhere. Uh, but just just to move to a better state, but that's not going to last very long. Property tax in Texas is going up because Californians are moving in Texas. See, that's the problem, right? You know, uh, like that's one of the things that I've noticed here. I mean, the good thing about that is if you invest in real estate, I have a friend in my community. Um, he's he's heavily involved in uh, Texas real estate and he's done really well over the last few years and he's going to continue to do well for a number of years because people are moving to Texas and driving up the home prices. Good for him. Pat on the back. But here's the problem. All these guys are leaving a state where they created problems for by, by voting for policies that they ultimately became unhappy with and they go to another state with better policies, but they still have the same broken mindset. They're still going to start voting for the stupid policies that are going to start to spiral that state downward. So, you know, why would I want to set up shop somewhere like in Texas, let's say, when ultimately in five to 10 years, maybe 15 or 20 years, I don't know, but as time goes on, it's, it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better because of the overall state of Western voting policies. Like I said, you know, in Canada, it's the same thing that's true in the United States. They don't want freedom and liberty. They want free shit. One of the weirdest things that happened here in Canada the last couple of years, you know, one of the things a lot of guys say is, hey, Rich, come down to Texas or come down to this state because you can have guns. You know, you can conceal carry and blah, blah, blah. Awesome. I love that, um, you know, part of the U.S. Constitution. Um, here, like I still own guns. I've, I've got four or five of them or something like that down in my safe. But um, they're all long, long guns. They're technically for hunting. Um, you know, I use them at range for... Uh, basically the 300 meter, uh, I got a 30 odd six, you know, which can be used for hunting big game or bigger game anyway, deer, moose, stuff like that. Um, and a couple of shotguns, you know, which you can use, uh, uh, trap and skeet. But here, I think it was about two years ago, 
two and a half years ago, there was some nutball out in Nova Scotia or New Brunswick, somewhere on the East Coast. And with a black market firearms, a black market police car that he acquired somehow and black market police uniforms went on a shooting spree. He basically disguised himself as a police officer and went on a shooting spree with black market everything. And he was mentally unstable. So he wasn't able to acquire through legal channels, firearms, hunting rifles or anything like that. And by the way here, we don't have fully automatic. They're all semi and they're pinned to five rounds. Okay. Um, so it's not like you've got like a large, you know, capacity magazine, but the Canadian government, Justin Trudeau went after all the lawful gun owners and he changed the legislation. And I don't even know if I'm allowed to keep these. I haven't got a letter from the RCMP saying I got to surrender them or they're going to exempt them or grandfather them in. I don't even know what the fucking final rule is on it. But that's another thing that keeps changing around here. This whole wokeness agenda. You know, one guy loses his mind, goes batshit crazy. <laughs> We're not going to get into the reasons why, but it's because he had a broken belief system. But anyway, and now the rest of Canada, all the lawful gun owners that want to, you know, keep their firearms to deal with varmint on their property if they have land or they want to hunt, they got to jump through bigger hoops now to appease the wokeness crowd, you know, the oppression Olympic fellas, the oppression Olympics. Um, let's keep going through these. I'm going to wrap up because I want to get this done on the 60 minute mark. Situation same in Illinois. I'm leaving next year, moving to Texas. The state is scheduled to go broke next year, taking my guns and income with me. Dude, again, good for you. Do it. You know, vote with your feet and just move. But at the end of the day, I think that you're probably going to run into the same problem that I just described, you know, because a lot of Californians, a lot of these other woke guys are moving to Texas and um, socialism, man, comes. Uh, Muay Thai fighter says the law of Frederick Batiste perfectly describes what's going on today. Humanity will never learn. Definitely recommend you check it out. I'm going to write that shit down because I do like recommendations from smart people and I appreciate that. Uh, law, the law by Frederick Batiste, the law. Okay. Thanks, bro. I'll check it out. I'll add that to the read list. Uh, Moody just dropped a super. Thanks. Appreciate the support. Brendan, I'm from British Columbia. It's a provincial public school curriculum starting in your kindergarten to teach the gender gender bread man. I would never raise this up. Dude, school system here sucks, okay? They have a woke agenda that they're trying to indoctrinate into children at a very early age. It's 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 not good. It's 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 everywhere, okay? Like I've just given you some some examples but it's at the point now where it's everywhere. Um, oh, hang on. What's this? Could even have internet anywhere once Starlink is up and running. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Do I get high-speed internet on a boat anywhere in the world? Because, I mean, I could broadcast right now from my cat in an anchorage as long as I got a good connection. That might be the plan. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what's up. Uh, random miscellaneous said, uh, 38-year-old mining entrepreneur in BC, British Columbia, also works 77 hours a week, T4. So he's a salaried employee, make mid six figures, and now feels entitled to ban my, and feds now feel entitled to ban my firearms. Yeah, all, all of these responsible gun owners that have been using their firearms for years at the range, target practicing, skeet and trap, having fun with their boys, you know, masculine pursuits, hunting, all that's changing. It is all changing. Uh, Popsky... Years ago, I once said to people around me when Justin got in, buckle up, Canada. It's about to come France 2.0, the woke path. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. 
That's correct. Wasim, working in content monetization, can live anywhere essentially. Uh, where would you move if you were younger and red pilled at 24? Um, where one, there's no woke agenda. Two, masculinity is valued. Three, I don't mind paying taxes for services that are required, fire, policing, roadworks, sewer, you know, some some degree of healthcare, but not the rates they're stealing from people here. This is utterly ridiculous. I've like, it's it's just gotten so bad. I would look at those main, main things, Wesson, and pick a location that you're comfortable with that ticks off those main boxes. At 24, you're a young man. You got a lot of runway ahead of you. Go do it. You know, go do it. As you get older and you start to become more aware of these things later on in your life, I can actually take these out. As you get older and you start to become more aware of these things, um, let's say that you're married. Well, how do you pick up your entire family and move? Let's say your wife's got a job that she doesn't want to move. Let's say you got kids. Let's say you're divorced and you got kids and you shared custody, a guy like me, right? There's, you know, there's certain restrictions as you get older that are going to change your options that are going to change your ability to, to maneuver. So as a young guy, choose wisely, you know, uh, Logan, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. Well, that's true. Are they going to find out about it? I don't know, bro. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. Anyway, I'm at the hour mark. Um, I just wanted to kind of, um, take a moment again, say thank you guys for supporting me in the channel watching my stuff, watching the evolution of everything. Again, it was May 23rd, 2014 that I started this whole thing. You can go back and watch some of the older videos, get some idea of you know where I came from. I just talked a little bit about um, how things have evolved and where I'm planning to go and what's going to happen. But I, dudes, like this is, this is the Be Better channel. This is the Take Ownership channel. This is the Do the Work channel. This is the Put the Dent in the Universe channel. Okay, this is me. Okay, I'm always going to incorporate smart ideas from smart people that I learn from as I kind of navigate this crazy world called life, right? You know, this thing called life. So stick around, man. I'm going to have a lot more to, you know, shoot the breeze about and reveal. And hopefully I can share some personal experiences with you guys as well as I kind of go along and we'll see what the next, um, you know, it's been seven years today. We'll see what the next seven years brings and where I end up. Maybe, maybe in seven years time, I'll be brought, maybe I'll have a 14 year anniversary sitting on my silent yacht in a beautiful, beautiful anchorage, turquoise colored water, you know, what could be better? You know, no, no taxes out the yin yang, no, no woke agenda. And Hey, you know what? If, if it comes where I'm at, I just pull up the anchor and I go somewhere else. You just move the entire house and you go somewhere else. doesn't seem like too bad of an idea. Mr. D I'm on the same position now researching places like Panama, Thailand, Italy, Wow, Italy is a beautiful, beautiful country, but it's part of the European Union. You're going to be dealing with some crap over there and high taxation too. But hey, visit, have fun. All right, I'm going to wrap up on that note, guys. Uh, no more super chats. Appreciate all the supports. Appreciate all the thanks, all the love notes, all that stuff's amazing. Uh, tomorrow night is a, another before the trade wreck, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, kicking it off. Uh, got a special guest that I'm hoping will join me that made $60 million in his career. And uh, we're going to be talking about what women um, need to understand about what high-value men want and expect. So um, check that out. Tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my channel. Events already been created. Make sure you hit the set reminder button if you want to be notified. 
and uh, see you guys then. Peace out.